Welcome to Break It Down, a ScanSource podcast brought to you by Cisco. On this podcast, we take complex tech topics and break them down for the non-tech listener with your hosts, Gabby, Ian, and Kyle. It is another edition of Break It Down, a ScanSource podcast brought to you as always by Cisco. I'm your host, Ian, here with my co-hosts, Kyle and Gabby, all together. How are we doing? Great. It's almost Christmas. We're here in our own metaverse. That's right. We're on the cusp of becoming so meta. So we are talking metaverse today. I think it's a scary word, Kyle. I'm scared. Gabby's scared. I think I'm not scared, but I think it's because I like think I'm kind of have an idea of like where this might have started and that maybe is problematic, like in for all of us, because like I'm learning things. That makes me more scared. I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah, exactly. Not not a good thing for this show. I think like Kyle, this is me my guess. Is the metaverse like at a very foundational, maybe early stages of metaverse, like when you play video games online, like, you know, I was a kid, I used to play Diablo. Like, was Diablo online a metaverse? How are we on uh, episode, like, 29 of this thing, and I'm just now learning that you and I share the Diablo background? That That's cool. Oh, yeah. I was a kid. My parents had no idea. So, uh, the metaverse is, uh, I think this is the first episode that we've done on technology, that doesn't even exist yet. Like th- th- this is kind of the cool thing. That's a nice way to tell me I'm wrong, by the way. No, no, no. So it's an element of it, right? So we're end of the calendar year 2021 when we're recording this. And metaverse is still a future use case for a bunch of the technology we have covered and that we have talked about. And gaming is a very real element of the metaverse. So there isn't a definition in the metaverse. There isn't a a fun little when was the first time that metaverse existed there's obviously uh you anybody could google it the first time the word was showed up was in 1992 in a in a piece of science fiction but what we're talking about now when we talk about metaverse is a combination of virtual reality augmented reality and the internet so think for my fellow nerds out there or people that uh, read or see movies, Ready Player One is a great example. A person in real life who joins a virtual world, a virtual a gaming world, and has a whole separate persona and a whole separate avatar, which is a, is a key term in the metaverse, that he interacted with people in that world. Uh, if for more recently, if you've seen Free Guy, Free Guy is very metaverse. If you look at the elements of uh, Ryan Reynolds' character in that movie, he is part of what will become the metaverse. So I think it's a, it's important early in this podcast to say we got to separate what Facebook just announced when they uh, they announced the branding of their company to change to Meta. Uh, they are not the metaverse. Was that intentional? Like they wanted people to think they were the metaverse? Because I thought this was Facebook. <laughs> well, they have a lot of like components that will play in or they could create their own metaverse. And I think the name implies that. And that's kind of what they want. I think they want to be like the Q-tips of... Yeah, that's it. If you, uh, if you watch Mark Zuckerberg's keynote from what was Facebook 
Connect 2021, uh, he announces at the end the rebranding of the company as Meta for that very reason, that they want to be seen as a company that is moving towards connecting people through technology and apps and all the things that the company Facebook has been known for. Uh, the app Facebook is just a part of it. So they just took a logo. They just took a logo that looks a lot like Cisco WebEx's logo. So let's go back then, because I was wrong, apparently. You said this is not yet started. I just Googled it. There is a date that they give. They give 1992 as the first ever metaverse. This feels like the IoT toaster all over again, Kyle. So the 1992 was the first time the word metaverse was used, and it was in a piece of science fiction where they talked about this fictional universe. No, what, like, what was the science fiction? Do you mean like a book or like a movie or something? Yeah, it was a book. So I'm really excited for the year 3021. Meta is rebranded as quantum and the quantum realm is now a thing because it was first mentioned in the Avengers in 2019. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. But, well, you can't have a brand name that survives into perpetuity. You have to rebrand every so often to create new and exciting uh, interest in your in your company. So, yeah. All right. So that was not to be real making a metaverse. The metaverse is the true meaning of the word metaverse. The free guy universe is not yet here yet. So let's talk about the components that make that up and what it will look like. Is it going to be free guy-esque with virtual reality and we're going to be living in this fake world or the, the our real world will have fake things added into it? Is it going to be, we're going to all come home and we're going to be the people from Wally and we're going to like plug ourselves into it. We'll be the Matrix, I guess is a better example. We're going to plug ourselves in. Is the Matrix a metaverse? Come back to that. We're going to plug ourselves in and go to like our nine to five is one thing. And then we just plug in for the rest of our day and we live in the metaverse outside of that. Will work be in the metaverse? I got a lot of questions. I think my biggest fear is we're going to become the people from Wally because that is the single most terrifying like future look at humanity I've ever seen. That's my concern too. So there's a bunch of stuff buried in what you just hit us with, Ian, but I know, sorry. Take bullet notes on that. <laughs> so metaverse is the the technologies are rooted in uh, virtual reality, augmented reality. The intent is to create an environment in which people can interact with one another that isn't limited to one app or one experience or one game. So you mentioned Diablo earlier, more current games that have things like microtransactions in them. Fortnite is a good example. We, we've referenced it several times in this series, but that's because there's uh, three consoles in my house that have Fortnite on it. It's very relevant to me. So in the game, you can buy skins for your avatar, but your skins are limited to playing inside of that game. If I then switch from that game and I go play something else, Overwatch or Skyrim or Diablo, I don't take that skin with me. Metaverse is an environment where your avatar and the way you look and the way you interact with people and your home and all the things we talked about in the NFT episode, that follows you throughout your experience in the metaverse. So imagine the internet but you being a participant in the internet, you can travel wherever you want to. You can interact with people wherever you want to. You can game, you can shop, you can work, Ian, you brought work into it. Yes, you can do all this in the virtual world. And at the same time, you're 
you have all the same social elements that we have to deal with, which is look and fashion and all the things, all what's become social norms that become an element of it, which again is another thing that feeds the commerce transaction side of the metaverse. So again, going, re- rewinding a little bit, it's all virtual reality, a wide scale virtual reality. And one quick thing you also said, is this bringing virtual elements into the real world? That's augmented reality. And yes, absolutely. It's also that. There's new things coming up like street art, which is an augmented reality experience with street art. But you can bring in a metaverse environment, the the plan would be you have both your virtual participants and also real world participants. We're seeing early stages of this with like Cisco WebEx hologram. And, And I think Facebook has something similar where you have like a Bitmoji character that like they can you can have meetings with a Bitmoji character now. So I feel like that's the early stages of this, but I just thought of something. There's a mid, I want to say maybe early 2000s, there was a game, I never played it, but it's referenced in my favorite show, The Office, obviously, Second Life. Dwight makes himself in Second Life. Second Life was kind of like pre-meta metaverse. That's exactly right. And Second Life is one of the best examples for, for people that are in the gaming industry. It's been around a while, but the the idea behind that, and in, in, it's baked in its name, is that you could go create whoever you wanted to be in a virtual world and go be that person and live a second life in this environment. And to Gabby's fear point earlier, yeah, it's people living their real life, quotey fingers in the air, coming home, plugging into technology and becoming someone else and living a second life. So this is the next adaptation of that, not necessarily that piece of software or that game, but the metaverse is you taking your current life and almost digitizing it and just living it through a uh, virtual experience with anybody else that's also in the metaverse. That's the key thing because we're going to be in a hybrid experience like this for quite a while where there's just people that aren't investing in the wearables, the Oculus as an example, the headsets, the goggles, the glasses, like people aren't going to buy that technology, but as commerce and our social interactions move more towards this virtual world, you will have part of the metaverse, part of uh, the people participating in the metaverse being you know, real live human beings with real live pulses and and uh, whatnot participating with, with digital avatars. Yeah, this is going to be, I mean, like, I'm just thinking about this. Gabby said she's afraid. Like, we kind of talked about that, but shaking her head. This is going to be, like, our computers for our kids, where it's like, <sighs> Grandma doesn't even know how to open email. They're going to be like, Grandpa Ian doesn't even know how to get into the metaverse. Like, it's going to be terrible because it's like, I, we're sitting here, like, and I mean, I, I think I have, like, an understanding of what it is, but, like, I can't imagine my parents being in the metaverse at all. And I'm like, and, and barely can I imagine myself, but I'm like, the next generation, like, that's just going to be what they grow up in is this world that all of this is integrated. And they have a, a Bitmoji character that can go across different games and platforms and it's going to be like commonplace, which is crazy. Yep. I'm with you 100% on that. I, uh, I saw a YouTube video where uh, a journalist, I think it was from the Wall Street Journal, spent 
24 hours in the metaverse. That was the, the clickbait title. What she did was spend 24 hours with her Oculus uh, Quest 2 device on, or she tried to spend 24 hours doing it. But anyway, the very first comment on that YouTube video is someone that says, thank you for posting this. I'm now ready to sell everything and walk off into the forest and go live in the forest. So yeah, there's a whole, it's not just a generation. There's a whole uh, group of people that will not embrace this. And that's fine. There's a whole group of people that don't embrace uh, cryptocurrencies. Also fine. So I think in 30 years, it will be unheard of for somebody to not be connected to this type of environment. But hey, again, go read Ready Player One. There will always be a part of our society that is not connected to technology. And that's, I mean, you've said it a few times, like this truly is everything we've talked about coming together. Like I'm imagining this utopian is not the right word, but like holistic society where everything's transacted in cryptocurrency. We're talking about augmented reality being integrated on our personal lives, virtual reality in gaming and whatever else. All of these things, and I'm like struggling to think of other things we've talked about because we've talked about so much in this show, but being integrated into kind of this single technology platform. And yet the biggest concern of all, Kyle, is security. Because boy, oh boy, if we thought security was a problem today and people are buying these wallets that they think are protecting them from hackers and all of these concerns with malware on your computer today, can you imagine when we go to a metaverse society, if we haven't put security first or thought about security uh, to the extent that we need to, game over. Game over. Yep, that's right. That's uh, I hate to keep breathing life into the, the meta as a company versus metaverse thing. But Mark Zuckerberg is obviously very passionate about this. That's what he says. Their company is the that's the number one focus right now is privacy and security. And, and not necessarily just a cybersecurity uh, from a cybersecurity standpoint, but from a from a digital identity security, which we've done an episode on that too. But if you can become an avatar and transact things, commerce, business, whatever, in a virtual environment, and your avatar looks just like Ian Thompson, who's to know it's not actually you making decisions and making transactions and, and et cetera. So yeah, that, the security element is is critical. Privacy is critical. That is uh, a, obviously a very relevant technology concern. Well, and that's, I, I quoted him last episode, but um, Cisco Talos' head of outreach, Nick Biasini, talks about how like, I mean, this is just a whole new world, literally, for cyber criminals and like they've kind of run the gamut are continuing to, to adapt. And, and there was an attack obviously yes, this week, like in our world today that we live in, but like it's an entirely new medium for them where they can pretty much just start over with new tricks from day one that we like, and you know, they're always a step ahead. And it's like, well, they're, if they're a step ahead there, they're, we don't have a chance because everything will be digital and there's so many, I mean, if truly this is where we're going and crypto is the currency we're going to be using and NFTs will be, you know, transacted and, and part of this metaverse, if we get security wrong, like there will never be a right because it will be just run by cyber criminals. And 
I was just laughing at myself of this idea of like a metaverse jail. Like, what is that? Like, like what is like? How do you punish character that's like not to your point the real person? Like, what regardless of who it looks like, like that's just their character in the metaverse. So again, we're talking about something that doesn't exist yet. So like, where are we going? What's the future of this technology? It's all the future, and I think. Security around digital identity is important. I think your presence in the metaverse is going to be just as unique as your social security number, just as unique as your DNA. And so you do have the ability to thwart crime or bad actors or whatever. So there would be a a significant penalty. I I think that's the only way to do it. I think we talked about NFTs before, but, you know, the use of blockchain technology for the transaction of things like NFTs, which are unique digital uh, assets, that's there's a there's built-in security there. So there's a lot of technology that's being used now uh, proactively to avoid fraud and to avoid bad actors. But I mean, listen, since the beginning of time, there were. Good, there's good and evil. So like, we're always going to have something out there that's a security concern and uh, we will never rest on our laurels. That's for sure. But there's a bunch of like really cool things that we're going to get out of, uh, out of this technology. Which are? Uh, well, so one, uh, there's uh, a whole line of fashion that has already started. There's whole lines of fashion that are being developed just for avatars in I want to hold it. I don't want a digital outfit. Gabby's leather shoe store in the metaverse. No, no, you can't. You can't hold it, Gabby. You can hold the uh, haptic device that connects you. Gabby's such an old spirit. I love it. I always wished I was born in another generation, like 200 years ago. Especially now. (laughs) Now more than ever. Uh, Ray-Ban did just release a whole line of uh, augmented reality glasses that are Ray-Ban branding. Sunglass and eyeglass companies feel like they should be at the forefront of this. The problem, and we've talked about this before too, is the problem is you've got to miniaturize the technology so that it can fit in the frame of eyeglasses. We're in our big TV phase right now. That's right. Yep. So we're getting there. We're, I mean, things are getting smaller. It's the wrong time in the history of the world to be talking about supply chain. But let's see. Let's say all things were available right now. The advancements in the technology are there to help miniaturize this stuff so that we can wear it. That's coming. You can touch that, Gabby. You can touch eyeglasses. My, you want to, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyway. My biggest fear about this is you fast forward to the Wally phase of human existence. How much of this threatens our interest in things like astrophysics and chemistry in religion like when people stop worrying about the things that make the real world turn and just start focusing on capitalizing in the metaverse, you're going to see things like healthcare accelerate because now we're going to be we're going to be the Wally characters. Visual display technology is going to advance. Sure, neurology that's going that as a science is going to advance, and we're already there with some of this metaverse technology, just moving things based off of 
what you your brain thinking about it, not actually muscularly transacting or uh, moving something. But I'm a meathead, so that's going to be the analogy I was about to make. Is essentially we're going to be like focusing on the big beach muscles that like look like oh. I really want my biceps to look great, but like neglecting all of the things that go into like shoulder stability and arm, like elbow joints and all of that, that like we're going to end up falling apart. I think it's going to, we're going to end up so focused on brain that the rest of the skeletal muscular part of our anatomy is just going to become second place. But I'm like, my fear is the real lack of awe in new things like just yeah because you will all be virtual yeah that's right and you can create whatever you want to in the virtual world so you can create your own starscape who cares whether or not we actually go discover anything in the real galaxy or universe uh we could just invent it so well and that's like you see pictures of like video game promotions would be like look how gorgeous these views in the game are and i'm like yeah, that's cool, but like at no point when I play video games do I pause the game and be like, look at this sick view. Like I'm like, I don't know. If I want to see a sunset, I'm gonna go outside. Like, yeah, that picture looks cool, but like I don't know. Like So imagine metaverse dates. That's gonna be a real thing. Imagine metaverse catfishing. Or what if you are have to get like a background check for a new job? They're gonna check out your metaverse activities. That's real too. I think we're in for some really exciting adaptations of technology in the metaverse i'm just afraid of not having any governors on it and uh us becoming the wally characters we keep referencing well and that's like i mean the governors are going to be large corporations which will be interesting this part's getting cut for sure let's wrap this up where I think it's going is this is going to be like, to your point, Kyle, there will be people who live in the woods and don't have anything, or there will be people who are truly 100% living in like a free guy world that everything is connected and augmented and virtual and pick your pill. This is a great uh, culmination of all the episodes that we've done, because you said it earlier, it's all, they're all wrapped up in here, but all the technologies we've talked about help build this metaverse. Red pill or blue pill? All right. I think I'm a metaverse guy. That's going to end this. I think I'm in. I'm out. I am out. <laughs> I'm definitely in. It's uh, self-preservation for my career to say that I'm in. To the yeah, metaverse. that's true. I think I'm in, but I think I'm going to be like laughably passed by people. Like I'm going to be a poor person in the metaverse because I don't have the wherewithal to like understand how it all works. And there's going to be 12 year old kids just like mocking me as I'm homeless in the metaverse. I'll hang out in the shallow end with you, Ian. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Until next time. WebEx by Cisco is the leading enterprise solution for video conferencing, online meetings, screen share, and webinars. WebEx has one app for everything and everyone with calling, meetings, messaging, and events in the cloud for teams of all sizes. WebEx is trusted by 85% of Fortune 500 companies and is adaptable for any work style, role, or device so you can choose when, where, and how you work. Reach out to evolve at scansource.com for more information on WebEx.